Dispatches, a production of Blurb Inc., is an in-depth look at those living artistic lives. Each episode will feature photographs and audio interviews with narrative pioneers who have taken creativity and publishing in their own hands. From artists to authors, photographers to philosophers, Dispatches will reveal the faces and foundations of those who lead the creative way. Hello, everyone. This is Dan with Blurb. I'm in the ABQ, Albuquerque, New Mexico, today with David Bram from Fraction Magazine, Flash Powder Workshops, many, many things. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. So before we get started here, uh, where do you come from? What's what's the background of David Bram? Where do I come from? Uh, grew up, born in Long Island, Long Island. I've heard of that. And then um, at some point, my parents moved us to Florida. Okay. And at some point, we moved to upstate New York, and where I stayed there from, I don't know, 83, I guess, until January 3rd, 2000. January 3rd, 2000? January 3rd, 2000. And then you, you made, the, made the jump to, to straight to Albuquerque. I packed up the GTI and drove across the country. And what was it about Albuquerque? Um, uh, a girlfriend and mm-hmm. a software job. <laughs> <laughs> in, in that order, girlfriend A, software yeah. job B. Yeah. And what did you think when you got here? Um, I had real mixed feelings. Uh, I was really happy not to be in a crappy corporate job in New York um, that I knew I was going to die at if I stayed there. And uh, second, I mean, I broke away. I mean, I moved away. I moved 1,800 miles away or 2,200 miles away from my family. And, and, you're, st- here ever and you're still here. And I'm still here. And how do you, how's it, what's it like being in Albuquerque all these years later? It's an, it's an interesting town. It's not a town that seems to get a lot of attention in the national spotlight, but it's a very interesting place. Well, it does when bad things happen. Yeah, sure. Well, um, yeah. So, uh, and we've had a little bit of that recently. Um, I, I love this town. I love being in New Mexico. Um, you know, weather's incredible uh, for the landscape. most part. Yeah, Light. landscape's amazing. Light's ridiculous. I think it's the best light of anywhere I've ever been in my life. I, I, I would totally agree. And um, I don't know. I just don't have any real desire to go anywhere else. Um, what, how I work and how I live fits. I well, and it's, fits it. this is America. You can stay here if you want to. Yeah, no one's good. gonna no I'm, one's gonna I'm make you move. Anywhere. You're not gonna yeah. relocate. So when I first met you, I came to your house with someone, and there was a big party, and yeah. Jim Stone was there, <laughs> and a bunch of other people were there. Yeah, and uh, you took me in the back, and there was a dark room. And, yeah, and this was David Bram, the photographer, and the dark room printer, and the, I think the dark room is gone. Is that no? It's still there. Okay, it's still there. But has there been any any kind of activity? Not since let's see here, October '08. Okay, so I printed yesterday just to make you feel bad. Uh, my question is, are you still making photos outside of your daily travels, Instagram and that shit doesn't count? Like, I'm talking about real photos. I am. I, I'm still making work. Um, it's digital now and has been. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah, heart. Yeah. It um, doesn't matter. Whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're making work and you're happy, that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm still making work. It's it's digital. Um, I still have the Hasselblad, um, but I... It, there's just no time to think about developing film, making contact sheets, and then working on a What are print. you talking about? I have plenty of time. I do it I do it all the time. You have two kids? Two little kids? No, but I know your kids. And <laughs> <laughs> I know other so. people's kids. Does that, does that count for something? Sure. So you have something called Flash Powder Workshops. Flash Powder Projects, yeah. Flash Powder Projects. When did that start? Um, about two years ago. 
two, two and a half years ago. I think I was like in or out of town around that time, and you, we spoke about it a little bit down down the street at the coffee shop. Yeah. What is it exactly? Um, it's kind of a mentoring thing. Uh, I have a partner, Jennifer Schwartz of Crusade for Art, and she and I uh, host five-day retreats uh, with a very select group of people. It's, it's four photographers at a time, usually two male, two female, uh, and Jennifer and I, and we go and we shack up in a house either on the Oregon coast in the mountains of North Carolina or on a 19,000-acre ranch here in New Mexico. That and sounds pretty good. It's great, and we work nonstop. It's not about making new work. It's about packaging and refocusing and talking about what they've done already. Existing work. Existing work, yeah. Did, did you have any kind of goal when you started out with this? I wanted to get through the first retreat. I was okay. terrified. Um, <laughs> they're not cheap. And, um, you know, I, I knew that I could talk uh, about photography and talk to photographers. At this point, right now, I've done more than 1,200 portfolio reviews. Just in the... In the last six years but that's all over that's moscow that's, that's moscow it's china it's all over the u.s okay okay so you um, had a you had a good background of i have a very good background yeah. of being able to talk to photographers about their stuff um you know those are 20 minute sessions so could i do it for several you days know, four nights yeah. uh that often include you know very late nights and maybe a little bourbon no. and um and so we you know we did the first one and it was really great. It was successful, and we brought in people who really didn't know each other. And so when you can really open up without distractions, without the phone ringing, without the kids pulling on you, without the pets and spouses and jobs, um, it's amazing what happens um, when you can really talk about your project and really dig into it. I think one of the things we were talking a minute ago about our schedules and travel and how hectic and things are, and one of the questions that I always ask people is, what is something that you don't, that you really want that you don't have? And many times people answer with, uh, with time. And I did another interview earlier today, and, and afterwards we went to get something to eat, and we were sitting in the restaurant, and I just was sitting there looking out at the street in Albuquerque, and I thought, wow, this is, this is really cool to just sit here for a minute and like not do anything. So, mm -hmm. And so when's the next flash powder? January. Where? Um, that one's in Highlands, North Carolina. We just finished one about two weeks ago, which was totally awesome. Uh, on the ranch here in New Mexico, we had a woman who flew over from Australia. We okay. had a, an Italian woman, a Scottish man, and an American man. And a truly international group. Uh, and it was terrific. Uh, where was the first one? The very first one was in um, Astoria, Oregon. Okay. And what's the, what's the legacy of this? I mean, when you started this, did you envision five years from now, I want to turn this into another uh, workshop well, platform, or what was it? We're still trying to figure that out. We've, we've got um, Jennifer and I talk a lot, and um, we're trying to figure out what the next step is. Um, we've created this really terrific community. We have a private Facebook group where everyone can communicate and talk and process ideas um, they also meet each other when they travel and they say you, you know they post hey who's in Detroit you know or somewhere and and then they get together and talk and compare about you know c compare their retreat to sure. each other um, so I don't know I we don't know yet what the next thing is we've sold out January April and June okay um, and it keeps happening and these are invite only 
and these are our photographers that we want to work with and photographers that we think we can help. That's uh, like the best case scenario. It's completely amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm so fortunate to be able to help someone just process an idea. Um, yeah. Now, I when I first met you, and still very much today, I know you for Fraction Magazine. Right. So just now that you have this flash powder thing going, you've also got this other thing going, which <laughs> I'm sure started as a nice boutique little idea and then snowballed into something way bigger than you imagined. But tell us about Fraction. Uh, well, the first issue was May 2008, um, which was about two months, three months before my daughter was born, when I had time. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just, it, it was the idea originally was uh, myself and a guy named Joshua Spees created this. And the idea was we would uh, showcase New Mexico photographers, New Mexicans. Um, and after the first and almost second issue, we ran out of people. Uh, you, you know, folks that we really wanted to highlight, not, yeah. not the... And was it, was it online only or was there a print? It, it, it's only ever been online. Okay. Um, we, you know, now that I've been doing it for the last, uh, I don't know, four years, five years, whatever it is, th it's just impossible to think about doing print. Why is so. that? You have plenty of time. Don't <laughs> worry about it. The time, the finances. Uh, yeah. Fraction is entirely mine. Uh, and everything about it, I will hire help at times. Mm -hmm. um, You're a one-man band. You do the I'm, whole thing. Uh, I do the whole thing. I didn't do the transition from uh, this old junky, clunky website thing to Squarespace. I actually hired help. Okay. Uh, someone here, a grad student, um, Bree Lamb. Um, she's a Jim Stone student. Uh, All right. Brad, she's awesome. And uh, she is brilliant, and she helped me. She probably did 90% of, of the transition, which was great. So when you started this thing, it was to highlight New Mexican photographers. That was sort of the goal. And then when that burned through, what was <laughs> what, what changed with the goal, and what is it today? Are you, how, where do you see this thing ending? Well, now it's global. Okay. Um, I've shown people from all over the world, the audiences from all over the world, which is amazing when I look at the stats. I try not to look at the numbers because that can drive you crazy, but, um, you know, I can see traffic from all over Europe and Asia. And That's cool. It, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, in little tiny places, uh, you know, Jamaica and, you know, all over Latin America. And that's really cool uh, to me that, you know, that if someone saw something I posted, you know, that that's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, it's truly, you've sort of eliminated the middleman and you go directly to your to the people who want to consume exactly. that in there, yeah, literally all over the world. What's the goal with Fraction now? Where do you see Fraction in a few years? Again, I don't know. Um, That's good. I like the fact <coughs> you're kind of flying blind. <laughs> I like it. Being a, a one-man show, yeah. you know, I'm trying to come up with new programming that I can actually, that I'm happy with, as well as that I can do by myself. Now, um, both of these things, yeah. I understand the workshop yeah. because of the reward that you get by looking at somebody who realizes an idea and then is right. able to act on that. But Fraction is probably an unbelievable amount of work. Why do you still do it? It's not like you're out promoting your own work all the time and seeing some financial gain by selling prints or whatever. You're promoting and showcasing other people. What is it about that? that because I can understand how much work that is. Yeah, it, it's a ton of work. Um, 
what I enjoy is getting an email from someone who said, wow, I've never seen this work before and I can't believe it. Or I go on to Twitter and I see a tweet about it. Um, or the, you know, the photographer emails me and says, holy crap, you know, someone just emailed me and, you know, they want to talk about doing a show now and, and that kind of thing. That's the gratitude. That's the part that I get excited about is that we've built this thing where I can introduce work to the world. So one of the things that I'm on the road quite a bit and I've talked to a lot of different kinds of people, designers and illustrators and photographers and stuff. And when I talk to photographers today, I never qu- I'm never quite sure as to the, when I say to them, how are things going? You get pretty much every piece of the <laughs> spectrum. You get people who you would not expect to be doing well, who are doing incredibly well, and, uh, and, the, and the exact opposite. People who were a legend in the business 10 years ago who are really struggling now. Because you're in sort of a unique position and you're seeing a lot of this work filter in through Fraction, yeah. what do you think of the state of photography today? I think it's really exciting. Um, There are endless possibilities. Social media has opened up doors that I didn't know were closed, that I definitely know are open now. Um, You know, and just being able to make work and get it online, you know, for someone who, who wants to make work and show it to the world instantly. And I'm not talking about Instagram. I'm talking about cameras now that are Wi-Fi enabled that zap your iPhone, that then zap Facebook and Twitter and whatever else you needed to do. Um, I find that amazing. Um, The the up-to-the-minute thing is really interesting to me. I love it and I hate it and it drives me crazy. Um, You know, coming from a film and darkroom background, I want things to go a little bit slower. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's amazing to me though how many y- there are still so many people working in in the old the old ways and uh they don't necessarily get a lot of attention or publicity or even look for that but there's still I feel the same way I kind of the the in- instant aspect of everything kind of drives mm-hmm. me crazy because I I see work at times that I think is so good that it demands more than a thumb thumb right. flick on some program. So um I think overall it's it's just different. I'll leave it at that. It's ch- a lot of changes, but uh, obviously everything's always evolving. So, yeah, yeah. I, I I think there are many more positives about it than than negatives. Thank God. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what's the one thing that you and you can't say time? <laughs> the one thing that you don't have that you really need that you want, and it can literally be a quadraphonic Blaupunk for your car. I mean, I don't care. Wow, y- you are old. Yeah, you remember Blaupunk. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but that's a, I stole what, that from uh, Bull Durham, the movie. <laughs> what would I want that I don't have? Or what do you need? What do I need? Yeah. I, it could I, be I, an assistant. It could be a new computer. It could be a well, better way of screening content coming into Fraction. I need a couple of new computers. Okay. Um, I'm traveling with a 17-inch oh. Mac- MacBook Pro. Ouch. <laughs> so... Um, I'm, I'm hunching more and more. Uh, I don't know what I really need. I, I'm really fortunate. I have a, 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 I'm very lucky. My life is, everybody's happy and healthy and, and we're good with all the things we need to have. Um, there aren't any real struggles, which, cool. which is great. Yeah. I, I'm blessed and, and I'm fortunate and I like to share that, you know, with people when I can. Um, but what do I need? I need a really fast car. I would love to like go from Albuquerque to Santa Fe in about forty minutes. Yeah, well, that's doable. <laughs> I've, I've, 
I've seen some fast cars around here. Right. Yeah, I mean, you so. need something with like 500 horsepower, at yeah. least. Yeah. Maybe all-wheel drive, too. That would probably work. Because, yeah. you know, you're going to get about some about 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On a Monday. <laughs> I think that is an attainable goal. Yes. Okay, so because you've seen so many photographers, you've done so many of these workshops, you've yeah. given a lot of advice, you've seen a lot of mistakes happen. Yeah. Uh, I, for one, am a huge fan of mistakes. Mm -hmm. But if you could give someone advice, uh, there's a lot of younger people getting into this profession. If there was one blanket statement piece of advice in terms of like, hey, make sure this is sort of the, DN the core of the DNA of what you're doing or thinking moving forward, what would it be? Don't worry about the audience. Um, so many people now have to connect, you know, get things posted immediately, uh, Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter, wherever, make the work, keep it under your bed for a while, keep it on a hard drive for a while, make the work, finish it, get, get deep into a project. Um, I don't think a project is something, you know, you grab your camera bag and run down to s some country somewhere and come back in a week and say, Hey, I've got a project. No, you've got a start of a project. Um, Hallelujah. And, and so make work and then worry about showing it to the world. Um, and I think a lot of us, myself included, I forget that because I'll go out and make an exciting photograph. And, I'm, you know, I show it to my wife and I get the mediocre, you know, <laughs> stare out of the <laughs> you know, corner of the eye. Oh, that's lovely, sweetie. You know, and, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll send it around. What do you guys think, you know? I'm so excited about this and just let it, let it sit and bake for a while. I think that's great advice. Well, I appreciate you taking time to do this. I know you're busy and you've had a little canine scenario today that you've <laughs> got to solve, yes. but uh, I appreciate you taking time to do this. I have a feeling we'll do it again at some point down Absolutely. the road. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, David. See ya.